What's up, Badger fans? We're going to do something a little different today. We're going to kind of stream the end of this game, put the box score up and just talk about it. And if you want to join in early, join in early. If you want to just wait till the, you know, until the after effect, let's do it there. But let's let's have some fun in today's Lockdown Badgers. Let's get the box score up here and let's, let's beat Penn State. Let's do it together. I'm just... You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Badger fans, it is 74-72. Let's put the the screen up here, the box score. All right, 74-72, three minutes left. Um, Listen, this is a tough game. These are the type of games, though, in the Big Ten, uh, you have to. I got the game up here. You have to win ugly games. We've talked about it. Blackwell on the pull-up, short. Offensive rebound, Store. Gosh, what a weird game he's played. Store has been chaotic, but brilliant occasionally. Um, yeah, like these are these are tough games. These are the tough games that you got to find a way to win in the Big Ten. It's certainly not easy. It's certainly not simple. But you go on the road. Um, the other team gets a lead early, and then once you give a team like Penn State hope, right? Like once you give a team like Penn State some belief, it's really simple. Um, for them to keep in the game on, when they're playing at home, right? Um, going to a commercial break here. 302 left, 74-72 Penn State. Uh, what what are the takeaways here so far? Like, I got the box score up here. You know, one of the big things, man, we talk about it all the time. Um, I mean, just literally all the time we talk about this. The ability of this Wisconsin team to make free throws, like, Last year, this this is not a two-point game. This is a game where Wisconsin is is down six, it's down eight, it's down ten, because they hit 60% of the free throws. They hit 70% of the free throws. Wisconsin's 92% from the free throw line in this game. Stores six to six. Black. Can we talk about eight? Can we talk about John Blackwell at the free throw line for a second? Can we please, can we please just for a second talk about John Blackwell at the free throw line? Like I don't know if I've ever seen a freshman be more confident or more, more impactful, right at the line, be able to step up. And I feel like he's going to make it every time. He's shooting about eighty-four percent on the season, four for four in this game. Obviously, store. You know, one of the things we talked about store uh, coming in this off season. One of the things I think I was pretty right on was store gives them an ability to to generate. I thought he would generate more pressure at the line, right? Get to the line and and hit free throws. That's something he's brought to this offense for sure. All right, what are we looking at here? Uh, if you're in the comments, let me know. Do you, does Wisconsin win this game? 74-72, Penn State's up. Um, I got to be honest. I think Penn State probably holds on here. I think they probably hold on here, unfortunately. It just has the feel. This has the feel to me of a game in the Big Ten where you go on the road. It's January-ish. It's a kind of a sleepy environment. Listen, there's not a ton of people at that Penn State stadium or that arena. It's not filled. It's not really exciting. It's like playing football in Evanston. This just has the feel of a, a team that gets – this just has the feel of an ugly loss, right? It doesn't mean that it's a bad team, but you just don't get up for every game. Easton Park says we're back from the commercial break. What's up, Easton? Easton, are we winning this game, man? I don't know. I, I think Penn State probably hangs on here, if I'm being honest. It just has that type of feel. Weird game from Tyler Walt to this point. Uh, I got I got the TV up here. I think, the obviously, this live feed is going to be a little in front of my TV feed. But 
this has the feel of a game where Penn State probably pulls it out. Um, AJ Storrs had a really interesting game to me. In between some really, really tough shots that he's taken, some poor shot selection, he's also carried the team in the second half at, at stretches, hitting threes, getting to the rim, getting to the free throw line. Um, this is what you brought a guy like AJ Storrs in here for, right? To, to up the athleticism and to give yourself some easy buckets. All right, I'm watching this here. Again, the feed's a little ahead of me. Penn State's got the ball up to, you know, they got to control penetration a little bit. This is a place where I've talked about it in the Discord. I wish Greg Gard would maybe be a little more flexible in his defensive philosophy. A zone occasion. That's a terrible shot. It's fouled. Penn State going to the line. Um, Easton Park says, Klesman uh, just fouled out. I got the thing, uh, the TV muted. Yeah, I don't know about that call either. Brian Erdman says it's tough when it's five on six Badgers versus Penn State plus the refs. There has been some egregiously bad calls in this game. I will say that I'm not a big ref guy. I I don't really talk about the refs too much. I don't – it's just not something that – listen, there's a lot of Wisconsin did in this game that's self-inflicted is what I would say. There is, there's a lot in this game that's been self-inflicted from some of the turnovers to – Wisconsin's trans transition defense in this game has been really bad. Like, in especially in the first half, they were giving up some of those layups that Penn State was getting. Those were off transition defense, where you just got to get back, stop the ball. Some of the threes they got were off transition defense. Uh, let's get some more comments in here. David said turnovers are bad. Brian Dotson, Wall's been bad. Yeah, this has been maybe Wall's worst game of the year. All right, so I got to back up here. Wisconsin down four, two and a half minutes left. This is a huge possession right here. We're going to get a call. What is this call? We're going to get a blocking call. Blackwell heading to the line. This is what I talked about. Like, I, I, I don't want to do the announcer jinx thing where I'm going to jinx Blackwell and he's going to miss a free throw. But, yeah, that's the right call, by the way. You can't, you can't get underneath it, an offensive player. Like, players have the right to pivot. They have a right to move their body. That's a flop. That's the right call. Um. I'm not sure. Again, I don't have the volume one on my TV. I'm guessing they're going to review this. That's just Blackwell pivoting. Like, when you pivot, by the way, um, that's how you teach it, right? You pivot. You don't put the ball in front of you like this where it can get stolen. It's a high rip or a low swing, right? It's one of those two things, high rip or low swing. You don't run the ball right in front of you because the guy's going to take it. You have to be able to do that as an offensive player, right? The, you're, if you're putting your face under the player's elbow, you're going to get hit. It's 2024 in college basketball, so I have no idea how they're actually going to call this. But that feels like a John Blackwell's making a basketball play type of a thing. They are reviewing it, says Easton Parks. Uh, Brandon says this game needs a, a guard tech. Uh, not at this moment, uh, Brandon, but you were right. Like at the eight-minute moment. Hold on one second. I got to sneeze. I'm going to mute this. Hold on. It's coming. And then it faded away, but it's still in there. That's the worst. <clears throat> yeah. Brandon, one of the things I said in the Discord during this game chat is I miss I miss the Bo Ryan fire sometimes, right? Bo Ryan would have lit these refs up. Whether or not it would have made a difference. And I would argue sometimes coaches getting texts is overrated. Like sometimes coaches need to have a little self-control too, and not all of them do. Like I'm looking at you, Fran. Uh, but this is a game where it probably would have been warranted. Uh, that just doesn't feel like a foul to me on Blackwell. Like, he's just pivoting. How are they going to call this? ZYT said, who's going to win? I think Penn State pulls this off. I said that when it was 
This feels like a Penn State win to me. This is a flop, though, by the way. This is a – this is – here we go. We're coming with the call. What's the call? This is this is a flop. Ooh, the look on. Let's see. What are they calling here? Again, I don't have my TV volume on. Yep, looks like Blackwell's going to the line. That's the right call. And this is where, again, I'm not going to do the uh, atheist says these refs are very sus. Yeah, it's 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 an iffy. It's an iffy group. It's an iffy group. But, again, Wisconsin has, has done their own self-inflicted injuries in this game. All right, so Blackwell's going to the line. Uh, again, I'm not going to watch my stats feed here. I'm just going to watch the game. Hits the first. This is what I talked about earlier, I, even in this show. Black will be able to go to the line and be incredibly clutch. It's so rare as a freshman to be this good from the line in these type of moments on the road in the Big Ten. All right, Penn State coming down the court. Wisconsin's up two. They're going into some pick and roll action. They're isolating on Blackwell. We just can't stay in front of Clary. Just can't guard him. God, we just cannot guard him. <sighs> Easton says, give up the easy bucket. Yeah, I this you know what? Honestly, this feels a little bit like guys. This feels a little bit like on Clary on, on some of their more athletic guards. Maybe Kamari McGee could have given us some minutes, right? He's a little quicker, a little faster defensively. You know, it feels like a game where could you have brought him in and given Wisconsin a little bit of, of juice defensively from a quickness standpoint? Because uh, we're just not able to handle that quickness off the bounce right now from Penn State. Oh, look, Black with the line bang. I, he's like a sniper. From the line. Uh, he's just so, so good there. Which shouldn't surprise you, right? Because he's a good mid-range shooter. He's like a three-point shooter. All those things kind of translate. Um, oh, he missed one. That's my fault. No, it's not. Like, the, what is he now? Uh, seven of eight from the line? Yeah. Like, that's that's ridiculous. Can we get a stop? There's a block. No! Is that a foul? Ah. Oh, guys, let me see. Let me see the replay. Again, penetration, though, is the name of the game for Penn State. That's not a – that doesn't feel like a foul. Oh. It's probably a foul. I'm a little biased. Hmm. Penn State's up to the line. Missed, oh, makes the first on a shooter's roll. Uh, I'll tell you, on the review, and Brian, you nailed it here – that looked pretty clean to me on the review. But here's what I would say. And uh, how many fouls does Blackwell have? Why is he going out right now? Why is Blackwell going out right now? How many fouls does he have? Blackwell. Yeah, I, I wouldn't take him out right now. I don't I don't get that one. Um, I don't, I don't love that at all. All right, down five. A minute 40 left. They double store on top. Crowell gets into the elbow, into wall, low post. That's a foul. Man, is is Wall is Wall gonna hit these? I, I wouldn't have taken Blackwell out in that moment. I don't understand that one fully. I understand you're trying to bring Connor in, but statistically this year, Blackwell's been a better shooter and he's been clutch at the line. He feels like he has a good rhythm. I I wouldn't take him out of there. That that feels like a weird one to me to to bring in somebody who listen, I love Connor, but the guy hasn't been lighting it up this year. Um, and you're taking out a guy who has 14 points, uh, one or two from three. I don't know. These are huge free throws from from Wall. In a season where he's improved dramatically, there's the arc. Bang. 
Great job. Great job, Tyler Wallet. That's improvement. That's improvement. Yeah, on the season, 68%. It feels like, I mean, I'm telling you, it feels better than that. All right, one more here for Wall. Shooter's roll. How many times do you say that last year with Tyler Wall, right? Shooter's roll? That was not a that was not a common refrain from Tyler Wall. Okay. Uh Chucky Epper picking up full court. Wisconsin down three, a minute 36 left. This feels like a game that's gonna get extended with fouls and timeouts. There's a foul that golly, they are calling everything. They are calling everything in this game. Uh Maxalot 11 says both teams with three timeouts going to be a long finish. Yeah, it probably will be. Let's see. Review it clean. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, David says, I'm concerned that this game is going to open up a Pandora's box of problems in games to come unless Wisconsin breaks their defensive issues. A little early to call this team Big Ten favorites. Thoughts? I don't think it's too early to call this team Big Ten favorites. Big Ten favorites is the thing that fluctuates, right? Uh, let me Actually, let me get into that after the break. Let me take a quick break while I'm on a commercial break in the game. For our friends of the show over at LinkedIn, LinkedIn is your number one source for all your job hiring needs, for everything you need to do um, really as a hiring manager, as a, a business manager, as someone looking for work. LinkedIn is your number one source for all of that. They are the number one professional networking market uh, for a reason. Uh, they have screening tools to get rid of the people who have no business interviewing for your job. It's something I've used professionally. It's something my company uses professionally. And there's reasons why. It is the number one ranked hiring platform continually by small businesses across America. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, let's get back into some comments and thoughts here. Uh, let's see. Wisconsin. Mike says Wisconsin defense has been very suspect. It hasn't been good today. I don't think they've been good keeping their hands off. I don't think they've been good in transition. I don't think they've been great dealing with penetration. It has not been a clean defensive effort today. Um, that being said, you can still win this, right? Like you can still win this game. You're down three. You, you got you to gotta find a way to get a stop or two, though, without fouling. And listen, here's what I would say. I, I've been in games as a coach where the refs are calling everything. You know, and what do you do as a coach in those moments on a timeout? What do you tell your players? You don't, you don't on the bench tell your players, oh, that sucks. Those refs are terrible. No, you look them in the eye and you say, hey, they're calling it really tight. You have to show your hands. It is what it is. You got to adjust. Some refs think they're the star of the show. These refs kind of think you're the star of the show. Um, now you got to adjust, right? Get your hands up. Show your hands. Move your feet. Period. No excuses. Right. Like, listen, we've shot how many free throws was Wisconsin shot? This isn't a completely one sided thing. Wisconsin shot 19 free throws. Penn State shot 16. They're calling it both ways and they're calling everything. So show your hands, move your feet. That's what you tell your players. No excuses. Like it, you lose a game. You don't come off the bench and say, well, they were calling everything. No, your coach is going to say, well, you should have showed your hands and moved your feet. Let's see. Uh, Penn State inbounds up three. What a huge defense position possession here. Blackwell isolated, going high pick and roll, double pick and roll. Coming back the other way. They got Hepburn guarding him at the top of the key. Coming up pick and roll. And just blows by. That's a foul. They kind of came up and set up faux screen, and uh, Penn State just rejected it. Hepburn's got to be better there. 
Pepperin's got to get in front of him. Ah, doggone it, man. Doggone it. Yeah, Chucky blown by Easton Parks. Got to stay in front of him. Yep, I agree. Now, I'll say this. Oh, it's a missed free throw. That's huge. That's huge, y'all. That's huge, y'all. Okay. Mm. Again, I don't like taking Blackwell. I'm going to text that, too. I don't like taking... Blackwell out for for Connor. Now watch Connor come down and bang a three. I'm a, I'm here for it. But I would rather have Blackwell in there. I think he gives you more as an offensive rebounder too. He gives you. Oh, let's see. I mean, in this situation, offensively, here's the thing: if you're going offense for defense, if you're going offense for defense, you're bringing Connor into play offense. Take Wall out, play small, put Store at the four. Okay, put Blackwell at the three, put Connor at the two, right? And then you have an entire team of three-point shooters. It frustrates me a little bit that guard won't ever play small. Why is Wall in in this moment? Offensively, when you're down three and you're trying to get shooting. Mm. A little frust- a little frustrating for me. All right, let's, let's go back. Um, Penn State up 81-77. Yeah, this... I'm listen. I said it when it was 76, 74. It felt like a Penn State win. It felt like they're gonna. This is not over. Certainly, um, it felt like a Penn State win. It still kind of feels like a Penn State win. You got a minute left, down four. Both teams in the bonus. And if they lose, they're not gonna have anybody to blame but themselves, right? They'll have nobody to blame but themselves. Store coming around a high pick and roll, finger roll. No, no. Oh, no, store hurt? No. No, he's popping up. Okay. <sighs> Let me see the replay on this. At first, that looked like it could be. No, that's not a goaltend. He got that on the way up. Store's holding his wrist a little bit. That's not ideal. That's a foul. That's a foul. Like, he got undercut, too. Ah. Uh. I mean, that's game unless, unless, well, it's not game. You get to stop here. You have a chance. All right. 55 seconds left. Penn State up four. I mean, this is it. Like you have to get a stop here. Come down and score quick. Have to get a stop here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he hits the high banker in the mid range. That's so, such a tough, ridiculous shot. Oh my gosh, get out of here. What a dagger. He hit the dagger. Yeah. Chucky hoisting up a three wall trying to get the glass. Gosh dang it, man. Like this is this stinks. Um, because you were in the driving seat, driver's seat in the Big Ten. You were absolutely in the driver's seat in the Big Ten. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> But they got nobody to blame but themselves, right? Nobody to blame but themselves. Um, doggone it. Penn State up six. Wall at the line. Brian, that, that's a great question, Brian. I have no idea. I have no idea how they don't call that AJ Storfell. Again, this is where Bo Ryan, 
here's one of the difference, and it's not fair to to hold Greg Gard to the Bo Ryan standard, but Bo Ryan would have probably gotten that call because all game he would have been on the refs and maybe he would have got a technical earlier because of it, but he probably gets that call. And by the way, you're driving to the rim. What do they always say? If you're aggressive, you'll get rewarded when the refs are calling everything. AJ Store was aggressive. He drove to the rim. He got hit a little bit lower body, and I think he got hit in the face a little bit. That's a foul all day long in this game, and I don't know. Certainly not ideal. Oh, turnover, turnover. Let's go. Miracle time. No, never mind. It's not miracle time. Okay. Talk on it. Penn State dunk time. Okay. Well, Wisconsin is no longer undefeated in the Big Ten. All right, I'm going to turn this game off. Uh, all right, let me let's let's keep talking though. We're gonna we're gonna take this. We're gonna roll right into the post game show. We're gonna see who joins us, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Let me take a quick break for friends of the show. Let me stop sharing this this horrific box score at this point, and let's just get into our reaction show. Let me take a quick break for friends of the show. Um, we have first of all today's uh, show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel remains the number one source for all your sports betting needs. It is our number one sports book on the Locked On Network for a reason. This is who we go to for all of our sports betting needs. And what Packers Niners this weekend, y'all, who do you got? Are you putting money on Green Bay? Are you that type of fan? I'll go to FanDuel, put that money on the Packers or the Niners. If you're like me and you're riding with San Francisco and Brock Purdy, I cannot wait for this weekend. I'm either going to be crazy sad or crazy happy um about this game but i'm going to do it on fanduel new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet win or lose visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup fanduel is the official sports betting partner of the nfl today's show is also brought to you by jace medical uh jace medical provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use all it takes to get a jace case is you fill out a simple form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of our board certified physicians uh, you get ongoing care from our physicians for any treatment-related questions. It's doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Protect yourself. Empower your family against supply chain issues, against uh, the inability to get to a CVS or a pharmacy, against storms. Protect yourself against emergencies, right? Protect your family, your friends, yourself. You get five life-saving antibiotics with the Jace case and treats over 50 infections. And right now, you can save a ton of money on these prescriptions, these medications. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com, uh, using code LOCKEDON. All right, y'all, let, let's talk about it. Let me throw some invites out there because I think Justin and Rajiv might be jumping in as well. I can tell you Justin's not happy. That that is not a happy camper. Let me throw those invites out. If those if those gentlemen um, feel the desire to jump into the show, we'll get that going. Um, how upset are you guys? I want to start there. How upset are you guys? This is the the therapy session. Um, we lost to Penn State, obviously. How upset are you guys? Is this really frustrating? I I got to be honest. I'm not quite as ticked off i think is the general consensus uh, mostly because i feel like you're going to have a game like this every year in the big 10 you just are uh easton park says somewhat upset yeah like you should beat penn state there's no excuses for it but you're going to have i just feel like every year you're going to have a game where you lose uh, you lose to a team you shouldn't on the road 
Penn State shot well. Wisconsin didn't. Wisconsin was one of seven from three to start the game. Tyler Wall didn't play well. Max Klesman was in foul trouble. And Penn State played well. Like, you have to give Penn State some credit, too. Like, they got scholarship dudes, and, and they came out. They had a lot of energy. They played really well. You got to give them credit. Um, but as always, for those just jumping in, we were kind of already going live, talking about – we had the box score we were talking about it, but this is definitely the therapy session. Um, it is a sad therapy session. We haven't had a lot of them on lockdown badgers for the basketball side this season. Uh, but this is definitely one of them. All right, let's talk about it. Let me turn that music up. I wonder how long that music was played for. Okay. <sighs> let's get comments. Let's get your thoughts, especially with people just jumping in. Winning Gambler says Penn State has more athleticism. Um, yeah. I don't think they're better, but yeah, I think they do have more athleticism. I think that's a fair, a very fair statement. Um, Epic one for Badger says, I'm really pissed off. That's how I feel. That's fair. Listen, Wisconsin, again, I've talked about it. We've talked about it. Other people have talked about it. The road to winning the conference was there. It still is. Uh, but it gets a lot harder when you lose a game to a Penn State, to a team you should win. Make no mistake, when I say, <coughs> ah, excuse me, when I say this is a game that it doesn't really completely anger me, it's not because I think that you, I'm trying to word it the right way. And Rajiv's jumping in here too. Uh, let me pull Rajiv up. What's up, man? How's it going? How's it going? Already live. We're already rolling with it. I saw that. I'm like, all right. I saw you on there. Like, all right, let's go. Yeah, I was just in, I was in the middle of making a point because uh, I asked everybody in the chat, how ticked off are you? Like, just how mad or frustrated yeah. are you in general? And I actually feel like I'm not as frustrated as a lot of people because I feel like every year you drop a weird game in the Big Ten on the road. And it sucks. I Honestly, I'm with you. And I think the person who's coming in here uh, with us is not going to feel that way because he's really ticked off. But I... Look, I, okay, when you're 5-0 and in conference and you're a top 10 team, top 11, whatever, you're going to get everyone's best shot. That's just what it is. That's how we, we've been that team many times in the past where we're getting everyone's best shot. And that stinks. And we're going to, they also shot lights out. Like sometimes teams are going to just make crazy shots. They're going to get fouled every time they go to the hoop. They're going to get bailout calls. They're going to make crazy threes. And I will say this, Penn State deserved that. They played their butts off. Okay. Like, and I, and you've heard me say many times, I do not buy into this whole the Big Ten's down thing because I don't think the Big Ten is down. I'm not saying Penn State's a good team, but there are a lot of teams in this conference that can beat us. And there are a lot of teams that will beat us if we don't play perfect and if we don't play our great game. And they shot lights out. It's, there's not much we can do about that. Now, that being said, I am a little pissed off about the ridiculous mistakes that we made, the turnovers that we had early on in the game, the bailout, the fouling shooters once again. I think defense in general tonight, we played two kind of different halves. First half, we weren't really closing out on their shooters. And we were, we were, we were more taking care of the lane. Second half, we decided, well, let's, let's cover their shooters. And now we're going to give up a ton of dribble penetration. So... Yeah, I'm with you, Ryan. I'm not that upset because you're. This is going to happen. If you think we're going to go 20 and 0, forget it. And 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 I've said before, any team, I don't care, top to bottom, from Purdue down to whoever's at the bottom of the Big Ten, 
you can absolutely lose on the road when you don't play great and the other team plays like Penn State did. Yeah. No, I, listen, it happens. Give, and I'm right there with you. I think I said it in the Discord. I don't know if I said it earlier, but you got to give Penn State credit. Penn State came out. They were playing. They were flying all over the court. They were forcing turnovers. And I think they threw was they threw the first punch and they threw Wisconsin off. And quite frankly, Wisconsin never fully recovered from that. They were sped up the entire game. Those turnovers that we talk about. Here's the thing: like pressing teams, um, playing aggressive defense, it does create on-ball turnovers. But what it mm-hmm. also does is it creates what I call secondary turnovers where just because your clock is sped up, you're going to make more mistakes and those mistakes lead to turnover. So give Penn state credit. They had a lot of tough shots, but they were playing hard. They were at home and the Wisconsin didn't play their A game. And this is what happens if you don't play your A game on the road against a team that's playing hard and playing well. Yeah. I, this comment, um, I think from Epic one for Badgers, we can say what we want, but we should not have lost to this team. I, I understand the sentiment by the way. I totally get it. Like it would be a lot better if this was like, Indiana or Illinois that we lost to on the road, but, and this is, this is fair. Like I, I just, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, and I know it's not good that it happened. I picked at Penn state, a team that my gosh, like what is their attendance under 500, but they just can't fill anything up there. It's ridiculous. That so empty. It's, Which it's always like that, but I just, it hurts you. I, yeah. I just feel like we always tend to shoot poorly at this arena. I feel like this game is always something that I remember we had a game back in the day when we scored like 33 points in this game. It's like, I just, I, I, I know that like, I, I know the people in the comments are disagreeing with me. I totally understand it. And I, and I, I, I can agree with you completely as to why we should win this game. And I get it. And here comes the guy who's going to be really, who's going to really agree with all of you that are pissed off. I know we should have won the game, but this is going to happen. And they played their butts up. I'm pulling up the stats right now. I don't no, they know they did. shot 53% from the field. They shot 40% from three. I mean, it's going to happen sometime. So, no, it's not okay. We made a ton of mistakes that we should not have done. And we absolutely, if we're going to win the Big Ten Conference, which I've certainly talked about before, if we're going to do that, we can't have a lot of games like this. You, you can get your one, you get your two, but that's what you're going to get. Otherwise, you've got to get it done every time. Hello, Justin. We lost this game in the first 10 minutes. The effort level at the beginning of the game was the same crap that we did the the last couple games where we had no energy. We let them get hot, and then we were playing catch-up the rest of the game. And that's completely avoidable. It's an effort thing at the start of the game where you bring energy and you play hard, and we don't do it. We come out, we play sloppy, we turn the ball over a bunch, we let them get confidence up, and then the rest of the game they're playing with confidence. And that stung us this game because they shot out of their minds – this is not a good shooting team. They're under 30% as a team from three and they shoot under 45% as a team. Mm-hmm. And we just let them shoot what? 60% against us. Uh, 53%. The oh, well, then they came down substantially. Well, now, they were over 60% in the second half. That or something like that for a it, while. It, they On the game, they finished 53%. I will say this. Um, it's always interesting to me when a team shoots really well and, and the fan base to some degree says everything that's thrown up goes in. I'll tell you this, there is a very direct correlation to the type of defense you play and everything they throw going up goes in. Oh, well, the defense was garbage. It started with, I thought, defensive transition, right? You have to get back. That's been an issue for this team a couple times. Like a lot of those early shots, um, early layups, mm-hmm. those came either off primary transition or secondary transition. Uh, you have to clean that up because that mm-hmm. gives them easy looks. And then you all know this. Everybody in the chat knows this. This is a super smart chat. When you start making some shots, then you start feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I would say this, like, I know that, like, I love it. I love how everyone in the chats, like preach Justin. You're right. Justin's really angry. And I am also angry too. Look, we did make plenty of mistakes. All I'm saying is this, had we somehow, had we got that steal in the last possession that we missed, had we found a way to win this game? Had they not, had we won by one? Would we, would we all, would we, would everyone be equally as pissed off? Probably not because we won the game. I still would be. And I, I know, but like <laughs> the thing is you, you wouldn't be as much because like, all I'm saying is there's always things on both sides, right? Like this is a close game, close games. And, and it's like, you can be great. You can be bad. And I understand we, we screwed up and we absolutely deserve to lose this game because they outplayed us and we beat ourselves hundred percent. I don't disagree with that at all. But what I'm saying is that like, I get it. I'm also like, okay, this happens. This is basketball. It's you're you're not going to win every game you play. It's a learning experience for us that we can take something from and understand that when we go on the road like this, like you said, Justin, if you go down twelve to two, you're going to be in trouble. If you play with low energy, you're going to be in trouble. If you don't close down on shooters in the first half, if you let everyone dribble penetrate in the second half, like we made a lot of mistakes. It's a learning experience. This is a long season. I still think we are we we can win this conference, and we I don't know that we will, but. It's it's we are so much better than we were last year. So much better. And we I mean, had we had this game played last year like this, we would have scored 40 points. We would have been we would have lost by 20 with the way they were shooting. But we were still in it as bad as we played. We were still in it to the very end. And I think there is something to take from that. And yes, I'm looking at it from the positive perspective and I get that, but there it's okay. It's okay because it's basketball. It's stu- it absolutely sucks. We beat ourselves. But we can learn from this. That's my piece. Justin, can, go, can I just throw one thing in there? Guys, this is not – I hate to – I'm not fully in rate. Like, this is not a huge upset. This was a five-and-a-half-point line. They I were an eight-and-nine team. It's a, five it's a road game in the Big Ten, Justin. That's really hard. This is a five-and-a-half-point line. This it's is an under-500 team. You should not lose. I don't care if it's a road game in the Big Ten. These, Justin, these happen to – okay, so not, not to completely reiterate what Rajiv just said, but – I'm telling you, like, you're not going to get up for every game. That's just – you should. I'm not trying to make excuses. It doesn't make it right. But human beings don't – teams don't get up for every game. Like, you shouldn't you shouldn't lose it. But that's how this works. Um, look at I, look at Purdue's two losses. Look at Purdue's two losses. I mean, at Northwestern and Nebraska, those are better teams than this. Yes, have the but... room for error that, the, that Purdue does. Purdue can also reel off 10 straight wins by 15 <clears throat> points. So we can don't we. have that. No, we can't. Coming in the Big Ten, we will not win 10 straight games by 15 points. We are not capable of being that dominant. We are capable of beating teams that that like in the top half of the conference on the road. We are we are capable of losing to the ones in the bottom half on the road. You're going to lose some of these games. You're just going to. There's no Purdue's not going to go 20 and 0. They're not going to do that. They're going to lose another one on the road too. Like it's going to happen. And I want to learn from it. I want to see growth in the next game. When we play Indiana at home on Friday, I want to kick well, their butt. And I want to see us learn after from playing this. After playing against uh, Northwestern. And the defense was bad in that game, too. And we, like I, Ryan was on the phone with me during that game. I was pissed. I was not happy with the, the level of play yeah. in that game. I thought we did a horrible job of adjusting to the ball pressure. And guess what? We saw it again tonight. And we played terrible for two thirds of this game before we finally woke up and started to adjust and make plays. And the easy things that were happening were the exact same things that I said that should have been happening in that, which is move the ball. Don't stand there and let people come at you. You're giving them an opportunity to put you in a bind and you're being reactive instead of proactive. We need to play 
hard from the get-go. If this team wants to be what it's going to be, this what, what are you going to do in the first round of the, the tournament? Come in and be like, oh, we're facing the 15 seed. Uh, no big deal. We can we can afford to come out lackadaisical. And that's how you end up like Purdue last season, losing to a 16 seed. You can't come out with that type of mindset. They're getting – and this was an ego check game. They came out. They played sloppy. They played arrogant. And they got stung for it. They felt that they could come out and just out-offense a team. And it cost them because the defense in this game was flat out garbage. They were terrible. They did not stop penetration the entire game. There was no adjustment. And that was the thing. You would have expected them at some point to be like, all right, I'll give them, I'll give them the three. If that's what, if we end up losing from three point fine, but I'm not going to let them get in the lane. I'm not going to let them get to the line. And it didn't happen. We got worse as the game went on because we started giving up dunks and stuff like that because we started trying to do too much on defense Mm -hmm. and getting too much help. We can just never, never finish. We can never string uh, together two stops or three stops and four possessions. Nope. Uh, let me bring a couple comments out here. Sebastian says, pissed, sloppy loss. And by the way, that's okay too. Like, I'm not here to tell you you shouldn't be mad. I'm just totally. telling you what my mindset is. If you're pissed about it and you need to crack another beer, as Tyler Streeper said, uh, do it, man. Like, I'm not here to tell you not to. I like this comment because it fills in line with just what you're saying. Commandant says, Wisconsin's Achilles heel on defense exposed all night long, just could not stop their penetration to the mm-hmm. basket. I would add on the second half. this. This ex- also exposes the second part of Wisconsin's defensive flaw, which is there is no rim protector. So mm-hmm. if you struggle stopping protection, but you have like a Marcus Camby springy center back there, it's not as big of a deal because you can deter those shots. When you struggle stopping penetration, and Stephen Crowell and Tyler Wall and Nolan Winter and Tyler Gilmore or Carter Gilmore, sorry, that's your back line, then it's a recipe for real disaster. And we saw that today. The, the funny thing with that, this is probably the most blocks we've had all season long in a game. I think we had four, oh, four or five. Yeah. So uh, we had four, four blocks. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I just want to, you know, again, being Mr. Positive here, let's let, there's some good in this game that I think it's worth talking about like a little bit. Um, that, that, Marcus, this chat's going to turn on you. Marcus, no, my, just, just very short. Marcus Silver, Silver, yeah. Silver, Marcus really Silver well good cameo for Marcus Silver, right? He came in, he played his butt off. And I, I understand that there's a lot of people all pissed off, but just, a couple things. Blackwell, once again, just continues to be a guy that we really, really need. CJ Store, first half, I didn't really like everything that he did. But in the second half, he obviously he played hard. He ended up scoring. What did he? Uh, I can't someone knows this. Store yeah. had 23. 23 points. There is still some good to take from it. And I was happy with some things. Now, I will say this Tyler Wall, yikes. Worst game that he's was, played all he was year. Brutal. Unacceptable. And that's that to me. If you want to, if you want to say that, I, if I'm really pissed off about something, it's that. It's because he's a super senior. He doesn't need to be playing like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of game you expect to see from a freshman, a sophomore, not the most experienced player we have on the team, and the most dependable player that we've had on the team. That we have said on this show and on any show that how Tyler Wall has been such a great asset for us this year and him being healthy was so critical. Well, tonight he did not show it. So yes, you're going to have games like this, but that's one area where I'm just going to be like, that's not, it's not acceptable. Tyler Wall cannot play like this. He um, went so from, 100% he went unacceptable. From, Sorry, Justin. I was say, he went from totally checking boo booey on the perimeter to getting like carved up like a matador this game the entire time. Yeah. He, he looked super off from the start. Yes. Um, offensively, defensively, he, he he had five turnovers. Listen, there was a point. Here's Let's talk about the defense a little bit, guys, because we keep saying defense was terrible. Well, let's turn around to what could they have done. I, one Play of off. Things, Take a well, step back. 
Force them to beat you from well, three. I don't know if you do that in a game. I bet State shot 40% from three, mm-hmm. too. Like, I'll take my chances. They're sure. not a, they're not a consistently good three-point shooting team. If they if they end up chucking them up and beating you from three, then you tip your cap to them and just say, all right. But giving I, them layups, let them run, run a layup line on you the whole game, that's – like one of the things I wish, and I think I said this to you guys, and that's true. Like, listen, it's better to give up a three pointer to a, a not great three point shooting team than give up layups. I agree there, but you're still probably going to lose in a game where they shoot forty percent from three if you're giving them more open looks because they're already feeling themselves. I would love to see guard, and I, I want to see what you guys think of this. Play small a little bit if you're getting outquicked. I agreed with that when you said more it. In the more, chat. put Blackwell to three, put Klesman at the two, like. Especially in a game where Wall's playing terrible, like I, I would love to see that lineup, and I'm surprised we didn't see, haven't seen it. I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you, Ryan. And I think Gregard's stubborn, and he he is in many respects. One thing that I would like to see that I also think he's stubborn with. I would like, can we have some zone every now and again in a situation like this? Can we implement some zone? It would be nice to have a situation where you could actually just for two or three sets. I mean, what there's just. Why can we not? I mean, we were getting shredded all over the place. Play his own. Change something to make the offense rethink what they are doing. But no, we don't ever do that. We play the same shoot crap over and over. It's ridiculous. Like, do something different. Yeah, you know that's not going to happen from a board. I know, but it's just frustrating. That's You asked the question, that's what we, what could we done? That's what we could have done. Play a freaking zone. Here's another one. Why not... This and maybe I missed it. And let me know if I did. How many minutes did Kamara McGee play? I have I it up here. Would guess it's less than ten, maybe five. He feels like a guy. Four minutes. He feels like a guy when you're getting torched on the mm-hmm. perimeter. You could put him on one of the quicker guards for a few minutes and, and let him try because he's a little bit quicker laterally. That's another thing I, I thought you could try it. Um, and maybe it doesn't work, but what you're doing currently isn't working. So try something different. I, I don't know. That frustrated me as well. <sighs> Oh, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, this this is just, it was an avoidable loss. That's that's what frustrates me. Like this, I is, agree. I agree. It was. I don't agree with mm-hmm. this. This boils down to what we've talked about with football and everything that I've said. I can accept a loss to a superior team. I can't accept a loss where you lose to an inferior team because you don't bring your A game. And it doesn't even need to be A game in this game. If we play at, at a B plus level. We we probably blow them off the court because our defense at a B plus level would have been enough to probably check them enough and keep them to their their season normal stats. Instead, they shot probably their best game of the season against us, I would guess, and we end up losing because of it. I would say this another point I want to make that look and I never like to blame games on this kind of stuff and I, I've always said that I don't think you can blame a game on this but officiating tonight I thought was awfully poor. Um, if you watched the Purdue Indiana game that was on before ours on Peacock, they they were letting him play and I feel like in tonight's game, sometimes you saw Penn State just draping all over us. They were attacking us for at the rim. They were doing a great job with rim protection, but. Those were fouls in many cases, and it's fine if you're not going to call them. But they don't call Klesman on his fifth foul when he barely brushes yeah. somebody, and mm-hmm. and the guy created the offensive contact. Don't call a foul every time there's two seconds left in the shot clock, and they're just running to the hoop trying to throw something up, and you call a foul. Like I just, there has to be some level of consistency, and I I'm just venting about this because I I, I don't blame games on the officials because we put ourselves in that position 100 tonight. The officials did not cause us to turn the ball over 12 times. 
13 times. So that's fine. But please, can you got to have consistency. If you're going to let them play on one and you got to let them play on the other, and that really pissed me off tonight. Tyler Strieber says, uh, yeah, I swear the game would have been better if they just let you call your own fouls at the YMCA. <laughs> to, to me, it was simply turnovers. I, 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 It was a massive problem in the last game in the first half, and we had eight again tonight. Well, guess what? We were we're in bad position in both games because of it. Knock it off. Like the, some of this is just you're being sloppy and lackadaisical with the ball. You need to be have your head in the game and be running good sets. It's as simple as that. I mean, some of them, there were a couple of them. Yeah, you, Ryan and I were talking that I was I was mad Wall didn't catch the ball, but it was a bad pass. But yeah, it, he threw a bullet at him from three feet away. But it, that, the, that reason was why it bo- the reason why it bothered me was the fact that we'd had so many stupid turnovers before yeah. it that it's like you don't have the goodwill for me anymore where it's acceptable anymore. I'm so sick of watching these you guys piss the ball away left and right that I'm just like enough. Like somebody make a play. Like you just have your head in the game. There were some careless ones for sure. For the second week in a row, there were there were some real careless turnovers. Um I do want to point this out, and Rajiv, I'm right there with you. The, we had quite a few comments about the refs. They were bad. I would, I'm not blaming this at all. No, the refs, right. we yeah, lost yeah. because we played poorly. Yeah, I will say that four and five stoppage. Yeah, as a, Ryan, Ryan was really fired up about this in yeah, our group chat. Listen, I used to be a sailor. I used to swear like a sailor. I've mostly taken that out of my vernacular. I was in the chat like, you can't effing, and I didn't say yeah. effing. Call, stop that play. So there were some embarrassing moments for the refs. But at the end of the day, I think we went to the line – 20 times, 23 times. Like they called it pretty tight both ways. They were super consistent. It was a bad crew. It was a terrible mm-hmm. announcing crew. Oh, it was hard to listen to, but we're at, we're at fault for losing this game, Wisconsin. They, they blew it. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought they were tight both ways. I, I, I didn't really have a, a terrible issue. There were a couple of follows that I didn't like. The, the Klesmet one was one of them, but I thought for the most part, they were just pretty ticky tack both ways. Yep. There were there were some plays where our guys just did not look like they they were under control most of the night. Like we were kind of, we were going up with shots that would just look like we were out of control and flopping all over the place and losing the ball. And it's like, what is happening with you guys? Mm-hmm. Nobody's going up clean. You don't look like you have an idea of what you're trying to do, and more or less look like they were trying to draw fouls. Yeah, I mean, I go back to last year with the zone talk. He's not going to do it. No, um, it's not going to happen. Gardens had a lot of success, but like it is, as Mitch says, I hate zone, but sometimes two possessions makes a difference. Just throwing them off rhythm sometimes. Yeah. Can be- Especially this team tonight, a team that we know is really not that good of a team, but they were playing out of their minds. So if you do something to change it up, that can take that team from having the best night of their life to having a crap night all of a sudden because they come down to earth and they didn't prepare for it. And I mean, it would just be nice to see some kind of a change up from him. I mean, just something. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Let's look at it this way. We played three teams of athletic guards this season. We've lost all three of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a problem. And listen, some of that is because you look at our backcourt. We've talked a ton about Chucky Eppert in the season he's had. It's just a turnover ratio. Um, I did a show earlier today talking about how good he looks in this ecosystem. But he's still always going to have a little bit of trouble with bigger, more athletic guards because his he's a not a big guy, and he's not super, super fast. It just is what it is. And the guy they need is sitting in uh, Minneapolis having his senior year of high school right now. Yeah, he'd be here next year. <laughs> let, him, let him know who that is, Justin, for those who may not be following. Daniel Freetag. 
Let's also just bring up the fact that I think this game could have looked a lot different had Max Klesman not gone out and three minutes into the first half. He only played 15 minutes tonight. He had 10 points in 15 minutes, shot 80% from the field. Oh, he was field responsible and, for the, the comeback. And, and, and 100% from three. Like So he played 15 minutes tonight. So that's going to happen too. It's one of, That's another reason I didn't bring it up in the, my, my opening rant. It's like, that's also going to happen sometimes where... Like, look, if Max Klesman plays the whole game, he's been playing lights out. And kudos to that guy. He's been incredible lately. We probably don't lose that game. We, we just probably don't. I mean, again, 10 points in 15 minutes, four or five from the field. Like, so, again, it's just one of those things where it happens. Mm, I will say, just a little bit. cycling back in, guys, if there's any other comments you see, um, I think we've kind of ranted. If there's any other comments you see that you really like or think are interesting points, there's a ton of them in there. Looping back, I thought it was really interesting if we want to zoom out a little bit and look big picture. Over getting those minutes, getting a block, getting a rebound, you guys touched on it. But going forward, him potentially getting more minutes in Gilmore, you saw the ability for him to hit a three. That was a really big three in that moment. That could be something to chart here because this could be kind of a, a turn in the road, right, for him potentially. So what do you think we lose defensively, though, with him? Like, Do you feel like with Gilmore out – you're really taking a step backwards defensively. Like, what's your take on on Ilver's defense? I think my my take on him is this: he's not as technically sound as what Carter Gilmore is, but he offers a lot more athleticism in it. So even if he does get beat, like the block shot that he had tonight, he got beat, and he flat out recovered on it and blocked the guy's shot. He's a much better athlete than Carter is. And that's, that's one of the things that you gain with him. He can actually alter shots at the rim. And he plays big. I was shocked a couple of times watching him go up on rebounds, and I'm like, is that Crow? Yeah. And it was him. I've, I've kind of thought for a while, and again, people are going to say I'm just being hypercritical in Carter Gilmore. I don't think he's the defensive stopper people think kind of make him. No, out. he's just solid. He's he's technically sound, but he's he lacks oh, athleticism. He works really hard. Yeah. Bigger mm-hmm. forwards overwhelm him, and guards can drive by him. Like, he's totally fine defensively. Like, he's absolutely playable defensively and on the glass. But I don't think – it's not like – what's a great example? It's not like a Michael Flowers out there, like, who's just locking people down. It's it's different positions, obviously, but I'm just – first name that came to my head. He's good. I think Ilver's average, but I think Ilver's so much better offensively that, like, you're going to win that that, that exchange, essentially, in my opinion. But Mm – I agree with you, actually. I'm just curious of your take. I agree. I, I do think Carter Gilmore brings quite a bit defensively, and I think there is like some solidity there and just experience guarding really good, you know, bigs in the Big Ten. But the upside of Ilver is just why would you not have it? Well, I mean, he should have played more tonight because Wall looked like crap a lot of the time. Like he, 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 he should have been even even forget Gilmore. He should have just played more. Period. And the, the, you got to find minutes for a guy, especially like this has happened a few times with with guard where. Someone will have a good first half and you won't see them again. And like Ilver, how many minutes did Ilver have tonight? He had five minutes. Like why why did he only have five minutes? He had three points in five minutes and he had five Five boards. That's crazy. Five boards in five minutes. Find him more minutes guard. Like that's That's another, that's another one of guard sort of stubbornness things that you just like, you're, you just, it makes you question like, why are you doing that? In In a night when nobody was playing well on defense, Let's take the one guy that's doing that positive things off the court and, and put other people back in that are flaming out. Yes. Yeah, can, can, can I, can I put up a quick comment just to, just yeah. to sort of lighten Justin's mood a little bit. 
Um, this one from Epic for not not to be not to help Ryan's mood, but Justin's. What Better get used to the feeling of SF losing this Saturday night. Now I disagree with you, Epic One for Badgers. I'm not a Packer fan either. Go 49ers. But um, you know. <laughs> I, I have maintained on this one that this game will come down to whoever has a pass rush. Both teams are capable of getting a lot of pressure. Whichever team can do a better job of it is probably going to be the one that wins because I think both offenses potentially can cause problems. I, I think that's a great point, though. You brought, and by the way, uh, Niners have a better pass rush than the Packers. So let's just they do. There. I'm aware. They have a better defense overall, but we have a better quarterback. So just saying. <laughs> Listen, I will say this. Like, I, I like love a lot. I, I, I don't want to turn this into an antagonistic thing. Like, um, I have a ton of friends who are Packer fans. Like, normally I would, I would be cheering for the Packers. I like love a lot. Uh, just not this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back to the over. Rajiv, I didn't even realize. I knew he got the three. I didn't realize he had five rebounds in five minutes. In five minutes. <laughs> Crazy. Like, like, why is he? Why was he not playing more? It feels like that happened against a, a Northwestern against with Connor Siegen. Connor came yeah. in, had five points, and played like three minutes. Three minutes. You're, like, yeah. you're like, right? It's a little. And I thought he doesn't like, play the hot hand. He plays. He's got a very weird sort of like feel, game feel, where you're kind of like, what exactly are you feeling here? Like, I don't understand. Like, are you expecting the other shoe to drop, and you're just like. I need to cut this off before it goes south. Cause that's what it feels like a lot of the times when he does it. Like Connor tonight, I thought was fine on defense. Like actually, I thought he did mm -hmm. a lot of, mm -hmm. he wasn't shooting particularly well, but I, I'm like, he actually looks pretty good. Like defensively, he walled up nice couple times. He had a nice rebound. I'm like, he's, I, he's doing what you'd expect him, to, like you want to see him do out there beyond just scoring. And he had a really nice I, pass to crawl in the paint. Yeah, he did. I feel like guard has this weird thing about like, he, I feel like he, before the game even starts, like based on practice going into the game, he probably decides like this guy's going to play X number of minutes. I'm going to give him some time for this. Like he, he's almost like he sets his rotations ahead of time and he's not reacting to what he's seeing on the court. Because like we said with Ilver and with the way wall was playing wall needed less minutes tonight. Ilver needed more minutes. Gilmore needed less minutes, like all these things. And we're just fans watching. I feel like there has to be some kind of, acceptance for what he's seeing out there and making quick adjustments and if there's one criticism we've always had for greg guard as much as the praise that we've given him this year and rightfully so it's in-game adjustments and, and 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 being able to adapt to things that he's seeing on the court it doesn't really happen with him and so those those that gets really exposed when you see games like this yeah hunter says defense is bad again a lot a lot of people here coming on defense i agree defense was the problem tonight um we haven't had a great defensive game, and it's been a bit now. We've been solid, but we haven't we haven't had a game where I've looked at it and been like, man, they're really moving around, on, flying around on defense. Well, Guys it's because we're really scoring rocking. eighty points a game, so we don't really care about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe we care. Start caring because now you gave up eighty-seven tonight. No, I will say this though: we talked about this weeks ago. Uh, I think Justin, you were on the show. Maybe it was Reggie. I forget. You're not going to lock in as much defensive when you score more. That's mm -hmm. that's just how it works. Like that was the uh, the Nebraska one we were talking about. Yeah. you're just not going to like because when you had to grind every single possession and it was 56 to 52, you you just had to care more on defense. And now, quite honestly, Store had some bad reps defensively this game. He did. Um, and in previous seasons, oh. that guy's not on the roster. That guy would have been a guy who would have been like a a Mike Bruzewitz type, right? That every defense possession he was locked in. Do you remember what I said when we discussed that? 
Oh man, we have so many conversations. I, I said my exact phrase was, but yeah, but that's how you get into bad habits. And sure. that's what it feels like is starting to happen. We're getting in bad habits defensively where it's, it doesn't matter what we'll score. And you're not that good. Like you're not, a, this is not the running, running rebels back in the day, UNLV, where we can go, we'll just score 110 points on them. Yeah, we're not that team. Like, you still have to play good enough defense. You can't afford to go out there and, and just assume you're going to outscore somebody because that's how you get into a game like this where somebody gets hot and it doesn't matter how well you're scoring. They're just shooting well above what their norm is. This was a perfect storm of a bad night for us. It was a perfect storm of Penn State just shooting really well and playing. Frankly, again, they deserved it. They played really, really well. Tim, you've got to give them credit for that. And some of our stars not playing well. I mean, don't badger me, says Tyler will redeem himself. He was just totally out of sorts today. Yeah, we, we're not going to see that from Tyler Wall. Maybe maybe not ever again this year. So you got to just kind of account for that, right? Max Klesman's not going to miss, you know, not going to play 15 minutes again. Tyler Wall's not going to look like crap. Chucky Hepburn's not going to play the way he did. You're not going to see 12 turnovers, but maybe you do, and we're going to lose that game. But it's this was just like a perfect storm of all these things happening that I think it's that's why you kind of look at it and you got to just put it behind you and move on to Indiana. I mean, honestly, zoom out. And again, I we, we I try not to throw away everything when you have a bad loss, just like I try not to light off every firework when you right. have a good um, If you had said, hey, we're, you're going to start 5-1 and one in the Big Ten, everybody would have taken that. Now, you, you wouldn't have thought one of those losses with Penn State probably. Um, but like this is still a successful point to the season, and now you just got to lock back in. Like one bad loss, again, you could go around the country. Every team's going to have a bad loss. Every single major Power 5 team from the ACC to the Pac-12 to the Big 12 to the Big 10 is going to lose to a team this year that they're like, I shouldn't have dropped that game. It's how you mm -hmm. respond to that, and it's how you come back from that. Because mm -hmm. you mentioned Purdue has two losses already that they shouldn't have lost. This happens. This happens to the best teams. So now you got to lock in and move forward. Um, but I this mean is not a season-ending loss. Absolutely. And this year, if you look at the top 25, you've seen tons of these teams just go down. Every week, it's like, who's going to be number one this week, right? I mean, the number team that's like, I think last week, seven of the top 10 lost, and almost all of them were road games. And it's just, it's it's part of college basketball. But yeah, it's it's really, the the way that you judge this loss for me is how we see how Indiana looks, how we, how we play against them on Friday night. That, to me, is what did we learn? Our next road game is next week. I mean, we have this like string of just home away, home away. So what happens then? Like, what do we see from it and how many wins can we get from the way we, what we learn from this game to kind of put us on the right side of the column, because you're going to have these losses. Let's go around the table. Last thoughts. Anything that any of you guys got anything else from this game that's still in your neurons here? Don't get beat twice. Lock in, make the adjustments, mentally be ready to play in Indiana and go out there and prove a point that that's not going to be the norm. But the defense has to be substantially better because what they can make their calling card the rest of the season is just lock in on defense and just smother teams. And then the rest of you'll you'll win handily every game. Like if that's that needs to be what the focus is. I don't care. It's great that we have an efficient offense, but I would much rather see us have defense that is going to cause problems for everyone going forward because I just think that that is going to be something that's a bigger problem that you can carry with you from game to game. We can't rely on shooting well every game, but we can rely on playing really good defense, rebounding, and just giving them the limited, the fewest opportunities possible in a game. 
And then defense, as you say, Justin, has been a, a cornerstone of this program for many, many years. So you're right. It has to improve. And I think from a def- defensive standpoint, I think we have seen some some, inc- some improvements after the Providence game. We did see some things. We have played better. Still not great, but we have played better. Tonight, obviously, was was not that. Uh, my The last two games, we have started off horribly and turned the ball over a ton. That is the one thing that I don't ever want to see again. I understand that you, sometimes you go down a few points in the first early part of the game because the guy, the other team shooting threes or whatever happens. But when you turn the ball over on the first two possessions, by the way, the first two possessions tonight, it sets everything off poorly. Even the last game that we won against Northwestern, same thing happened. You cannot do that. We have to clean up those early, the first five minutes. Do not turn the ball over. We are a team that gets talked about time and time again as a team that does not turn the ball over a lot. But tonight, again, in the first five minutes, look what happened. That is the number one thing I feel like. If you clean that up and don't turn the ball over and get those points early, you put the other team on the defensive, it's a whole different night. To be fair, we're also being told that we still play play the swing, even though we haven't played that in like... 15 years. <laughs> Ryan Connor, and I'm like, really? It's funny. I haven't seen us invert our guards in <laughs> this season. It, it is annoying that the announcers are like that. Obviously, no team want, no team knows more about the no one knows more about the Badgers than everyone uh, listening right now to this and us talking about it. So, like, but it, it, you just do your research, right? I mean, come they, on. They, they throw a post entry to crowd, and the guy's like, There's that swing. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't. I can't with y'all. <laughs> the only thing that's because that came remotely close to the playing the swing was when we, and it wasn't the swing because it was Crowell throwing it down from like the high post, throwing it down to uh, store in the low post. And I'm I mean, like, that's just he made a nice cut. There was none of the swing concept on that play, and the announcer's like, he's like that scene from um, uh, what scene is it from uh, Searching Broadfish? He's like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, entry. It's not the swing, dude. Anyway, um, I will say this, and I agree with both your points. The, the biggest one for me is, I, and Justin, you mentioned this earlier in the show too, I just think they got a little big-headed. And that happens to, to players, right? I think they just they – just, this is going to knock them off their perch a little bit, and it's probably – it could be in the big scheme of things a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. So that's – they just came in expecting them to roll over Penn State. And to Penn State's credit, Penn State hit him in the face. It happens. All right, we're, we're wrapping up there, guys. Uh, we're already past an hour. But listen, on Wisconsin, we're going to get a bunch more coming up this week for sure. Justin Rajiv, uh, Bucky Report is their show. Go check them out for sure. Um, prizes from the giveaway show are going out this week. I think Rajiv sent some off already. Mine will go out tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, aside from that, thanks for sticking with us on Wisconsin. Guys, we'll talk later. Justin's not going to stay on Wisconsin after that game.